Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When I got divorced, uh, you know, it, it was it was a tough situation. And my most important thing was my kids and feeling like there was a safe family to be a part of. And when I met Cody's family, I saw them operating as one family. I saw all these different things going on in the family that seemed very functional. Like, I thought this was a safe place for my kids to be. mess season has begun season 18 of sister wives has premiered and i'm coming at you like cleopatra with a recap early usually and moving forward these episodes will be coming out on wednesdays but today i was like we gotta get this shit out early i'm gonna be doing a bonus episode this week anyway so like let's talk about it shall we the episode is called no such thing as a free lunch not sure why, <laughs> but, but anyway, we'll get into it. Um, oh gosh, we have our new opener. It, it's no longer the, the the dark little child's play music that we've had for the past several seasons. Janelle's got her arms crossed. She's wearing peach. Someone wiped some grease paint off of Robin's eyebrows. Things have changed, okay? Things, we're in a new era we're the dawning of the age of Christine and that Disney adult husband of hers, or soon to be. And I'm here for it. I've got my Janelle um, uh, duster in the closet. She's calling to me. She, she really is. And she's saying, you're going to be putting me on in a few weeks, girl, to really feel the power. 
I, you guys, for those of you who don't know, um, I saw, I was so, um, oh God, what do you say? Motivated, um, energized. Um, I don't know. It just really spoke to me a couple seasons ago when Cody and Janelle got into it in the backyard of, I think it was maybe Robin's house or maybe Mary's. And she was wearing this duster. It was blue and it had like a sort of, uh, southwestern motif if you will and as she walked away she said fuck off cody and i screenshot that i did and that print really stuck with me and i thought let me let me find that duster i can feel like i really step my pussy up every time i wear it just like janelle did and so i bought it and it sold out very quickly after <laughs> so i'm happy i know that there are other janelles out there i know that there are shout out to my friend maria Shout out to Saad. We also have it. She also has it. Anyway, we got to talk about it. I, uh, this is like, I'm like so excited. I, I like overwhelmed. I don't even know where to begin. Where to begin. Anyway, okay, so we got to start, unfortunately, with Cody since that's how they chose to start the season. Cody's, you know, whipping around in that Lexus convertible of his. Or maybe he's in the truck at this point. You know, he's got many, many a whip. Uh, he says, the family's strained. Oh, thank you. Thank you for letting us know that. And then it almost feels like a civil war. Then he says that Christine moved out of her house, or moved him out of her house about a year ago. And that as of a few months now, they've been, like, divorced, right? And he says, Mary and I have infrequent interactions. And we haven't functioned as a marriage for, like, seven or eight years now. It's been a long time. Things with Janelle and I are pretty strange. And I can't figure this out because I'm just so upset. And the holidays are coming up, and I don't know what to do because the family's basically not talking to each other. So we pretty much pick off from pick up where we left off from last season, where uh, the holidays are coming up. Christine has officially taken Truly back to Salt Lake to like braid Aspen's hair or have fun or whatever the hell they're doing up there, having a grand old time. And now the house is divided as to who's going to be spending time with who during Christmas. So we find out more about this in just a moment. Where Cody is going in that truck of his is to Coyote Pass. Empty. Empty Coyote Pass. I, I also, you guys will be putting out, um, we'll be doing a merch, merch drop pretty soon. And it might be Coyote Pass related. I'm really excited about it, but stay tuned. Stay tuned anyway. Um, so they're over at Coyote Pass. He's over at Coyote Pass with Janelle because she is now putting her fifth wheel, that RV that she bought into winter storage so she can move into that college apartment in town because it's going to be too cold with no heat in that RV, right? So Janelle says, this is moving to Flagstaff. She's been holding off on this dream of actually, you know, living on the property that they purchased. But now that she has to move in town for winter, she kind of feels like a, a flop. A fucking failure. So Cody says that the only reason why they bought a house for Robin was because the house that she was renting when they first got there got bad out from under them. But Janelle really should have done that. She should have also bought a house like two years ago. So Robin says in a confessional, I never wanted to buy that house. Never did. And actually my dream always was to move on to Coyote Pass. Ladies and gentlemen, Robin's starting. She's starting. Things are happening, and I'm noticing it. That's one. I never wanted to buy that house. Just like Cody said, that was a great decision. I never wanted it. 
I always wanted to move on a coyote path. So then Janelle says that with regard to her relationship with Cody, since COVID, they've been really struggling because Cody didn't feel like her boys, Goofus and Gallant, AKA Gabe and Garrison, um, were being very safe with the COVID stuff. And he didn't trust them, as we all know, right? His, all his protocols and the list and the nanny and what did the nanny do? How come she gets to hang out at your house, but like your actual blood relatives don't and, and all of that, right? Now, I think it's fair to Goofus and Gallant to remind everybody that the reason why they were like the problem children or whatever, and I'm using air quotes, is because uh, Garrison had a job working construction and Gabriel was in college. So they had to be out there in the world and like, whatever, like this was the life that they had to live under, you know, the protocols. Okay. I hope nobody thinks that I don't know how to pronounce protocol. I do. That's how Cody pronounces it. So if you ever hear, if you ever hear me say like feeling instead of feeling, just know that I know what's going on. This is Utah speak. It's, it's a, what do we say? A hard T and a soft A. That's how you do it. So eventually Goofus and Gallant get tired of these like protocols for the tender age children, meaning just Robin's kids, being the reason why they can't have a relationship with their father, even a phone call. So Garrison calls uh, Robin up one day and is like, hey, um, can I have my daddy back? Remember that, that man that you've been keeping in your house for months? Can I talk to him? So since then, Cody's been pissed off, feeling like Robin has been wronged to the nth degree and that she needs an apology. But Robin says in a confessional, this is number two, I never asked for an apology. I don't want one. I want to be able to be okay with these boys. And that was never my intention. Now, I will say that, like, she has been saying this, or she said this last season, like, I never wanted an apology. This wasn't, but for some reason, I believe her more now than I did last season. And I'm not sure why. Honestly, I think this might be Robin's year of realizing stuff. I I think it might be. I don't want to, like, put too many of my eggs in a basket with that one because she always, well, I mean, you can't be disappointed in somebody that you don't have hopes in to begin with, you know what? But, like, if I did, she would have been disappointing me this whole time. (laughs) But that being said, I'm wondering if maybe she's hearing or seeing confessionals, or seeing what's being said, or hearing things that on on podcasts, perhaps, and is like, hmm, I'm, we know that Cody loves to spin a web, middle name should be Charlotte, for fuck's sake, but like, he loves to like, spin a narrative in which he is the perpetual victim, and so I'm wondering, in that like, house of theirs, that big ass brown house, if he's been like, well, I'm wondering, I can say with 100% certainty, but I have to say allegedly for the sake of not being sued, that allegedly I would feel like Cody has probably been telling Robin things that fit his specific narrative of always never having done wrong and being a perpetual victim to his wives being unhappy with their relationship with him. Like that's always their fault. And so I'm wondering if like she's seeing things now at this point and it's like, mm, interesting. I just feel like things are being said about me and for me. And I don't really know that I felt those things that are being said. Anyway, then Janelle says, 
that with some prompting from Robin, the apology that Cody has been demanding from his children has been downgraded. You know, we're like we're from a hurricane to a tropical storm down from uh, an apology to just a conversation that needs to be had between Cody and the boys. But there's been no movement on Cody's part to reconcile with his own children. So as we know, like I said, last season left off with Co- Janelle telling Cody my kids are going to be getting an Airbnb for the holidays. They're going to be doing their thing there. A couple of Christine's kids are going to be staying. So we extended the, the, uh, whatever the reservation on the Airbnb and that's the deal, right? So basically we're a house divided team Christine and Janelle over that Airbnb having a wang dang doodle and then crickets over at Robin's house with Mary. So Cody says in a confessional, Janelle's going back east to hang out with Madison and his boyfriend Caleb slash Madison's husband for Thanksgiving. Fair enough, right? Because she'll be with Maddie and he's he doesn't he's not mad at Maddie. So he, he will accept that. But by gosh, he's still sore and tender emotionally from this divorce with Christine. So at this time, he just really wishes that Janelle would say, I support you. But she's not doing this. She's literally telling me she doesn't like me and would rather hang out with my ex-wife. So fine. You can hang out with one of our kids for Thanksgiving. But, you know, all the rest of them on Christmas is like too much because Christine left. So like, Janelle, I need you to hold my nuts through the pain, through the holidays so I can get through it. Why is it Janelle's fault? And responsibility to calm you down from divorcing Christine. He's just mad at her because she still likes Janelle. And that's it. Speaking of, we see our first eyes on single Christine, just Christine. <laughs> confessionals with just Christine. Who's doing confessionals from her rental, from her cute little place in Salt Lake City. And she's like, I'm so excited. I left Flagstaff two months ago at this point. And like, we have not seen her this bright eyed since like maybe season two, whatever episode she was talking about making that mock tapioca pudding for the family. We have not seen her this lit since then. Christine says, it's the end of a saga. And so like everything kind of feels a little bit unsettled right now, but I mean, you could tell she's like really trying not to giggle about this and the new love in her life. So then Cody says, that with Christine gone, Janelle's doing stuff with Christine, not him. And he, I just don't know what to make of that. Robin says that as of now, it's like tense in the family across the board for a few reasons, right? Christine leaving Cody being one, but there are other things. But like now there's this new stress in the family of not being together for Christmas. And it's just horrible to think about. It's scaring her. She's stressed out. Her eyebrow pencils keep pre- pre- pencils keep cracking under the pressure. Like it's a lot. A lot's going on. Imagine your biggest worry being like not hanging out on Christmas with people who don't like you anyway. <laughs> oh my god, I'm not gonna be seeing these people. I don't have a relationship with. I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm so stressed. Like that's your that's her biggest worry. Take a breath, Robin. Please. She says that from the minute she met the family, they did every holiday together. But it's like, hello, join the rest of us, girl. It's because y'all were on camera and getting paid. Who? We can look back at this flashback of you guys buying a bunch of pumpkins, but who bought them? Was it TLC? 
probably was. But now everything's all screwed up. Screwed up, and I just hate that we have to decide who's going to be with who now. <sighs> Again, in, in and out. In through the nose, out through the mouth, okay? Cody says everybody makes choices. Christine chose to leave. Janelle chose to have a relationship with her rather than Mary or Robin or even him. And everybody makes choices. And it just frustrates him when anybody in the family starts acting like they're the victim. Why is that, Cody? Because that's your role. <laughs> you don't want to do any taking the spot from you? Capital V. V cap dial V for victim. You Christine chose to leave. I guess. Because you were a dick to her for like a long time, like the basically y'all's whole marriage. So yeah, after twenty something years, she made the choice to leave. You're not a victim to that. But yet everybody else is. Why why would Christine choosing to leave make her the victim? Why would Janelle choosing to be friends with somebody that she actually likes rather than the, the other two flops make her the victim? All of these sounds like situations in which you're the victim. So why are you so frustrated when anybody asks like the victim? The only person that's doing it is you. Maybe Robin. But talk to her about that, not us. Because Janelle, like, whatever, whatever. Like, I, I, I'm also noticing that in these confessionals, in Janelle's confessional, she's wearing, like, a black top. And the skin is glowing. The ha- the proteins, like, the in her hair are, are proteining, I will say. There, there's a shine and a bounce to them. And I'm like, hmm. Her face is looking a little younger. And I'm thinking, this is what happened a couple seasons ago when Christina's like, I don't know if I want to be in this relationship or not. The exact same thing happened. It is an actual, this is not even a joke. If you look back, like, go back to what, season 15 when Christine was like, mm, I don't think this is for me. Um, it started happening. She just started looking, like, lighter and brighter and the same thing is happening with Janelle. And I think, like, maybe some scientists need to look into this. Like, what is what are the physical stresses that are happening with these women? Like, if we could get Cody away from Robin for, like, three weeks, who knows what things might happen to her eyebrows or the area between her head and her shoulders, you know? May wonders never cease. Let's just try it out. Janelle does say one thing that I think is fair to Cody and good on her for saying this. She says, I think it's fair to say that maybe me getting this RV was like more of a strain on my relationship with Cody. And when it wasn't at all, when it wasn't all easy and comfortable, I think Cody really got disillusioned and it was really easy for him to blame me for this. But, like, when it wasn't all easy and comfortable is, like, the minute you told him that you guys were going to get the RV. Like, not at any point did he try to accept this. He was, like, grimacing through the whole thing. Now, it wasn't a good idea. But he didn't try to have a good attitude about it either. He was, like, from jump, I don't want it. It's too small. Where am I going to be able to wash? The dogs are going to be in here. I can't do it. Ah. Where's the water? We have to go to the well. I can't. 
It's not like Robin says, I mean, I can't do this. Sorry. I mean, I didn't say anything about Robin. Forget that. But I'm just going to go back somewhere else. Don't, don't check the GPS. It does say home. It is the home button. But don't worry about it. Bye. Have fun. But we have to remember that the reason why Janelle made this probably stupid decision to buy the RV is because she wants to actually build a house on Coyote Pass like they've been talking about doing for the past... 50,000 years. So that's why she did it. <laughs> she was well-intentioned, poor execution, right? But she's like, listen, I want to break ground as soon as this land is paid off. So I'm coming back next spring. We have one more year to pay off this land. Like, we don't fully own it. They can renege on the deed real quick. And they and they might. So she's actually starting to get like tears in her eyes like we gotta actually fucking do this like what are we doing i heard that they maybe in recently did but when i heard that that was not spring so i don't know they i do think they still have it i feel like if they did not own coyote pass anymore it would have been not national news but it at least would have been on like radar online you know somebody would have found it the ashley something like that in our next scene, Christine is heading back to Flagstaff to, like, visit Janelle and see her new apartment and, like, help her build a shelf, right? So Christine says that she still very much considers Janelle to be a sister wife because she doesn't consider them to just be friends. And Janelle says that when Christine entered the family, it was kind of rough because Christine, she thought Christine was a princess. Christine thought that she was bossy. It wasn't great, Right. If you guys want to hear a little bit more on that, you can check out my Patreon. I did a Sister Wives episode on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash podcast. Or you can go on the main feed just like two episodes before where I talk about the series premiere of Sister Wives and give a little bit of backstory as to where we are currently based on or versus where they were in that series premiere. So check those out. It definitely gives more context into those pre-show early days with the dynamics with the women in the family and Cody. But then Cody, Christine says something really sweet, which is like, you know, it is kind of weird for me to use the term sister wives, but then people come up to me and they say that they consider their best friend like a sister wife to them. So if they can do that, then she can consider Janelle a sister wife still for sure. They just seem to have, like, such a nice relationship. And I watched a clip from... They were on the cover of People magazine, talking about how they left. What really cracked me up (laughs) is that they also mention in the byline on the cover that, you know, as... It was something like, as Janelle, Christine, and Mary leave that Cody. But Mary's not in the picture, is she? (laughs) Hashtag, where's Mary? Still, we're 20 minutes into the episode. She still hasn't come on. So, you know... That's a continuing theme in her life, isn't it? But yeah, in one of the clips that they did an interview for, um, Christine was talking about her new relationship with David and how she told him in the beginning, like, hey, um, I've got hella kids and Janelle, like, and her kids. They're also along with the package, come with the package. So like, if that's like, wherever I go, Janelle's coming with me. So you got to be okay with it. And, you know, it's like, if you want to be my lover, literally, you got to get with my friends. <laughs> and David said, okay. So they seem happy. So while Christine's at the apartment, Janelle shows her the plans for the casita that she wants to build. And I'm glad for the clarification, because I 
wasn't sure if she just wanted the casita with the garage and that's all she wanted. But like, no, she says that eventually they're going to build a full house and that, you know, when Savannah's in college, she can live in the casita and that'll be her little spot. Christine says in a confessional, listen, if Janelle wants to build, I think she should. But I also know that they have not paid that property off. So, <laughs> And then Cody says in a confessional, look, you know, if we wanted to put like a down payment on a house... That would be easy, but, like, it's going to be a lot harder to pay off Coyote Pass, but Janelle doesn't want to do that. Like, he's acting like she's being a jerk for wanting to build a house on the land that they bought instead of sinking more money into another, another property. Like, it doesn't make sense. It, But it does put her in a really shitty position, but ultimately, it's like, she's clearly saving money by living in that RV. I, well, I don't know, because she's having to get an apartment. <laughs> for like most of that time I don't know but like I understand where Janelle was coming from and to act like she was doing something malicious by not buying a house instead of holding off and wanting to put that money towards an actual future that she was promised by you is not fair Cody (sighs) so Janelle says in a confessional I honestly think the biggest problem is With my argument with Cody is, like, whether or not we even have the ability to pay off the property. Because one thing we know about Janelle is she keeps the books. She knows what's coming in and out more than probably most people. Definitely more than the other wives. So she's like, listen, Cody's acting like we don't have the money, but we're in the exact same financial position that we were when Christine bought her money, her house. And we're definitely in the same position when Robin bought that million dollar house that she's living in. And I feel like nobody's watching out for me and prioritizing me. And at this point, like, even though Janelle was pretty upset, I had to let out a little giggle and think, hmm, there's something about God's timing, you know, because this really happened in the way it was supposed to. Let's like, really like close your eyes if you can and think about this, right? Strategically. So like Cody loses Mary or, you know, he chooses to leave Mary where she's at. She stays there for years, uh, however you want to put that. And it's like, you know, obviously, it's very much a blip in his radar. Not so much hers, but very much his and really for the rest of the family. And then Christine is like, this fucking sucks. Fuck this shit, I'm out. And it really shakes him to the core. Why are my eyes closed? I'm telling it to you. Um, and it really shakes him to his core. And he's like, I cannot possibly figure out how to uh, not take or find a way to take responsibility for this. So I'm going to need Janelle, the person who really I feel is most my intellectual equal and have her back me up because Robin's it's not enough. Robin's not enough, but it's not happening. And Janelle's like, "Mm -mm, no, sir. No, ma'am. Miss Pam, not happening with me. And this is going to be the biggest ego blow that Cody could ever imagine. Janelle's the final boss. To respect to Christine and Mary, Janelle really needed to be the final boss. And I love it. I love to see it. So as Janelle and Christine are working on the shelf, they start cracking jokes about how Janelle doesn't really know what she's doing. So she's the beautiful assistant to Christine. And she explains to Savannah, like, oh, that's what we call ourselves when we're doing a project with Cody. So Savannah, poor thing, she tries to make this like a, oh, my dad kind of 
story, right? But she says in a confessional, you know, if you do something with my dad, you know, he'll always, like, let you do it. But then he gets frustrated when you don't do what he wants. So, you know, eventually it's like, well, why don't you get that tool for me? Or, like, why don't you just hold the flashlight? <laughs> Savannah's such a sweet girl. Poor thing. So Christine says in a confessional, Honestly, I used to love being Cody's beautiful assistant and, like, learning how things work and all of that. So I wouldn't mind if he got too intense. But if he got, like, too, too intense, I would just start messing with him and, like, he would just get frustrated and she starts laughing and she goes, you know, like, I wouldn't do it in a mean way. It was just kind of, like, to calm him down. And my job as a beautiful assistant was to calm him down. And honestly, that might be example number one of these wives realizing what their roles really were in their relationship. Mary has a realization later. But Janelle tells Christy that Cody's still feeling like the boys owe him kind of like a conversation for being disrespectful. And Cody says in a confessional, the reason why they're in the place that they are is because they haven't cleared the air with the boys. So he doesn't want to be in a situation on Christmas where something political comes up or somebody criticizes his experience with COVID or anything at all. And it just devolves into an angry conversation. And that's just like what he doesn't want to bring. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. Now, mind you, should we talk about this? Let's talk about this later with Christine, because his idea of, like, his experience with COVID when we saw... Laughable. But anyway, Christine says in a confessional, they're like, not having a holiday with your family because of this whole situation really makes her nauseous. So she asked Janelle... Like, am I responsible for any of this? Like, is me leaving causing any of this situation with the rest of the family to get bad or, or worse, right? Because Cody told her that she's basically at fault for the family splitting up. And Savannah hears this and goes, damn. <laughs> I mean, she didn't say that, but in her face, she was like, whoa. Like, I didn't know that he said that. And she looks at Janelle like, he said that? <laughs> Bam. And so Janelle's like, oh, I, I think he's just angry. Christine says in a confessional, uh, yeah, he told me this is my fault, so, like, if my sister-wife's relationship is up to me, if my relationship with my sister-wife is up to me, and that's my fault, then why isn't it your fault that you have a bad relationship with your kids? Boom. Boom. Mic drop moment. So Janelle tells Christine, I'm just worried at this point because Cody's saying that, like, he's tired of doing all the work to hold the family together. But I kind of feel like as a husband in a plural family, that's kind of your responsibility. 
Cody obviously finds a way to shirk said responsibility because he says in a confessional, when a wife like Janelle undermines your rules, she undermines my ability to actually lead this family because I can and should be a great leader in spite of their undermining. So what the fuck did you say that for? But I don't have the exposure to the kids that the mothers do in this family. So having the mother support me would be the right thing to do. So there's like no awareness in Cody's mind for the fact that you just admitted that at best, all of this leadership that you've been doing for like the 30 plus years in this family hinges on the fact that you heavily rely on your wives to facilitate a relationship with your children because you can't or are not willing to do it on your own. And so anything that like happens in the discord with them is their fault, not yours for being like an absentee dickhead father. It's their fault for not being like your, your PR person and being like, shut up kid. Love your daddy. Now, if we just want to like roll back that beautiful bean footage it's a what is Janelle's fault? So it's Janelle's fault that the boys didn't know the rules uh, for COVID, the protocols for COVID, that nobody knew until it was discovered that Robin still had a nanny still coming to the house several months after the fact. Um, so that's Janelle's fault. It's Janelle's fault that um, they didn't understand why their father wasn't coming to the house and was only spending his time with Robin and her children. So that's also your fault. He seems to give Janelle a little bit of a break over the phone call that Garrison made to Robin, but then he hops right back in and says that it's her responsibility to negotiate um, what was an apology, but then was a conversation. Now, mind you, his big-ass fingers have not at any point gotten to his iPhone to dial the children's numbers, but it was Janelle's responsibility to facilitate all of those things, even though she had nothing to do with any of it. Okay, I just, just want to make that clear. <sighs> Janelle says, Cody and I have been in tough spots before, but like, I just can't imagine being in a full relationship with him if he's going to be estranged from our kids. It just seems really wrong. I mean, I look like a big part of my relationship with Cody is that he was such a good father, or I thought he was. But now what? He doesn't want it to be that anymore? Like, I'm, now I'm just like, who is that guy? So now, like I said, halfway through the episode, we seem to remember that Mary's also supposed to be on the call sheet. So she heads over to Robin's. Has Mary been indoors for the past? <laughs> Has she done any of her scenes indoors? Barely. Barely. But she goes over to Robin's. And I know she obviously thinks that she's going to get led inside. And Robin meets her at the dough. She was waiting for her at the dough with the winter coat on, asking, um, why didn't you bring a coat? You want another blanket? I can throw you throw you another one, Oliver Twist. So then <sighs> Mary says that she and Cody's relationship is basically that she sees him when she goes to Robin's house. And then everything that Mary says after that is her entry into the second leg of what I call Mary Brown's sad sack comedy tour, where Mary just smiles through the fucking pain of Cody not wanting her. So she says, you know, I've heard him refer to us as friends, which is kind of weird because I think friends talk to each other more than Cody and I talk to each other. We know, babe. We're waiting on you with the dough. 
with the blanket to catch up with the rest of us. It's cold out there. Because Cody's not answering the door when you're ringing it. And I don't mean that literally. I mean that emotionally. It's been happening for years. Probably literally. I would imagine there have been times where Mary's tried to pop in at that house and, like, she saw some cars in the driveway and then suddenly the lights were off as soon as she got to the front door and, like, there was, like, Ariella, shh, don't go to the door, shh. And then, you know, nobody's answering. And then she has to walk back to the car and it's like, hey, guys, uh, I just stopped by. And they're like, oh, my God, sorry, we were just at Chili's. That's so crazy. Catch you later. Bye, girl. And then suddenly, you know, the lights come on 45 seconds later. But anyway, um, Robin does the saddest thing of all, which is to she goes in to get a coat for Mary, comes out with one of Rob, with one of Cody's leather jackets. And she tells her that. And Mary goes, aw, it'll be like Cody's giving me a hug. And Robin goes, well, I can squeeze you while you wear it if you want to close your eyes. And and then they did. They actually did it. (laughs) Mary says in a confessional, you know, there was a time where Cody would give me his coat to wear and he would be all chivalrous when it was cold. Now Robin's being all chivalrous for me. For him. Just the price is right losing horn. Just like, how do you not hear it, Mary? Stop it. Go home. Mary says that conversations about the holidays with Janelle, that conversation they had was like really emotional. So the reason why she's getting together with Robin is to talk about the holidays because Mary's basically the only one interested in hanging out with her flop family. So Robin tells Mary, sorry, her family, Robin tells Mary that she's trying to wrap her head around this conversation that they've been having. And we know how big her head is, so that's been difficult. But she's like, you know, I just need to make sure my kids have a good holiday in spite of the parents. So she asks Mary, are you going to be around? And Mary goes, Yeah. Is that okay? And Robin's like, yeah, no, I just thought because of, you know, she didn't say Leon, but Leon. Um, And I thought at this point, like, hadn't Leon come out and transitioned and said Leon at this point? It seems like we've talked about that, but that's not the name that uh, Robin uses. We'll just say it. She's like, I thought you were going to maybe hang out with Leon. I I just was wondering, right? So then Robin says... I'm just really struggling with everybody in the family. And I'm just like, who are you people? I don't get it. But like, I'm grateful to you, Mary, for not giving up on the family. But also like, it's ironic, but I just want to keep figuring out. And like, I just want to know where you and Cody are. And I just wish that things were different. And this is like, honestly, one of Robin's sickest moves is to keep even like, entertaining or even I think even her expressing like I wish that things were different between you and Cody is like fucked up because you know when you lay in bed with that man every single night that he's like I don't want to talk to this woman I don't want to be in a relationship with her and you know he's been saying that for years so for you of all people to be like gosh I wish your relationship was better because we know we know when they sit in that bed that she's not telling him a damn thing trying to encourage him to be in a relationship with Mary. He's not, she's not doing that. She's not doing that with him. She's only doing that with, with Mary putting hope in that head of hers. Don't do that. It's sick. It's really awful. Mary says that last Thanksgiving was 
weird in the fact that it wasn't the whole family. Because usually it's like a big, loud, fun affair for all the holidays. But um, it wasn't that last year when it was just Robin and Cody and her kids. So even though it still feels like eight people, this feels like enough people to make it fun and loud. And, and I'm sure it was over at Christine and Janelle's family. But then I think, God, how awkward it must be. Because really think about it. None of those kids, barely any of the brown kids in general, know what it's like to have seen Cody and Mary in anything resembling a functional relationship. And I don't think any of the new class, as we'll call it, Robin's children, have ever seen that. So it must be very awkward to be sitting at Thanksgiving with your family and a woman who is like kind of in your family but you know that like when she's not there her your parents are talking cash shit about her or at least your dad is and you know your mom's probably just not saying anything at all um and to see her like try to flirt with your dad in front of your mom you know it's it's got to be very awkward <laughs> But then Mary asks Robin, are you going to make the turkey again this year? Because I want you to. And Mary goes, yeah, like, I'm going to make my little Rice Krispie turkey because Cody really liked it. So last year, Mary explains, I made this Rice Krispie turkey. Usually she makes the actual turkey. But last year, she, like, played a little <laughs> passive-aggressive prank on Mary, on Robin, actually. She comes with this, you know, thing with, wrapped in foil plate wrapped in foil and is like I made the turkey and the panic that came across Robin's face thinking that Mary made an actual meat turkey because she was going to be making the turkey she was going to be like oh uh, Mary oh no and then she pulls the foil over and it's just like made out of Rice Krispies and it's like walnuts and Re Reese's Pieces coming out of its ass like it, it was just like oh ha ha how funny <laughs> Robin is really panicked and stressed over that. But then I noticed in that flashback, Ariella had a pacifier in her mouth. Now, did that child not go to kindergarten last season? Right? Okay. So Mary says at first, with no sense of irony, she says at first, you know, I used to make the turkey for years, and Cody used to like my turkey until he had Robin's, and I guess, I guess hers is like that much, that just sounds, and then she just starts laughing, like, it's like, now I'm hearing when I'm talking about that. She goes, you know, my turkey's sweet, Robin's is savory, which, uh, you know, he could like them both if he wanted. He did sign up to like everyone's turkeys, but, um, <laughs> a good one, good one, Mary. And you're crying about that one later. So Robin says, this just has me thinking so much. And, well, well, Mary, what's the word for, like, when everything's falling apart and it's bad? And Mary goes, I don't know. Is there a word for that? <laughs> yeah. Robin goes, you know, like, when everything's just kind of bringing you down. And I'm thinking, why is Robin trying to lead her towards depression? Is that what you're saying? So Robin says in a confessional, I'm struggling real bad to not think that everything is hopeless. And, and she tells Mary, I think I need to think about it from a different perspective because everything is just such like a deviation from the big picture. The big picture. 
I wanted and I saw. And, you know, COVID really made me wonder if what I saw was real. And, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be insulting, Mary, but I'm wondering, like, if things were as real as I thought they were. And so Robin says in a confessional, I'm struggling with depression. You know, I feel like I failed. And Mary says, I feel like it's been amplified during COVID, the tension. And Robin goes, but the tension was there, you know, but I just like, I want to, she goes, but was the tension there in the beginning? Cause I just want to like sit down and, and I think about things and I wonder like if I was missing something when I entered the family, because I know there was issues, but, and every marriage has issues, but was there stuff that I didn't know about? And just like that, Robin Appleneck starts planting the seeds that maybe she too was gooped, bamboozled, led astray. In the middle of the scene, Christine tells us that she asked Cody to meet her at the Salsa Brava restaurant to talk about Truly. Because she's like, listen, I want to have an amiable divorce with Cody. But of course Cody is on a sad sack tour of his own and just isn't feeling in a good place. They get there, they do this awkward hug. You could tell that Cody's actually nervous. And Christine's like, listen, I just want to talk to you about the holidays. And Christine tells us in a confessional, it's just best to keep things light and bright and casual because I don't really know where this is going to go. So back to Robin and Mary. Appleneck is still planting the seeds, right? And Mary's like, well, when Robin came into the family, we weren't perfect, but we were really good. And I think, like, maybe people are looking back and trying to pick it apart. People on podcasts, maybe, (laughs) are going back at our past and trying to pick things apart. But I think if she saw we were perfect, either we were all really good actors or she had blinders on. I don't know. And I'm not saying that to be rude, but, like, we were not perfect, but we were good. How many times do you think people have sent Mary that clip of Robin kicking her dog from earlier seasons. Have y'all seen that? There is a clip that went viral on TikTok of like, I don't really, I don't remember what season this was, but there it's like a cold day. The dog is outside. She's ushering her children, her tender age children at the time into Mary's house. So they're like, there's like a side There's like a pathway on the side of the house that goes into the front door. So they're walking that way. And the dog is like, just, you know, like a dog does going up to greet the family. But Robin is in such a tizzy that she actually kicks the dog out of the way with like no remorse whatsoever. (laughs) So these are the things that I feel like Mary's like, yeah, people are going back and picking things apart. And oh man, TikTok had a time last season just going through all that past footage and it was a great thing for your for you page if you were on sister wives tiktok is one of the strongest factions of tiktok that i've seen in a long time (laughs) it's incredible and then mary says an interesting thing to robin which i noticed she kept doing last season she tells her I don't know what Cody and Christine's relationship is, but it's not what I would have expected from Christine. But then they cut to Mary in an interview and she goes, it's not what I would have expected from Cody either. So last season, I noticed there were a few times where she would say something to Robin or in front of Robin where she's holding Christine accountable 
solely for the breakdown of their relationship. But then in a confessional, she has more insight and is like holding Cody a little bit more accountable. And I wonder why she doesn't want, I mean, I know why she does, because she doesn't want to rock the boat at all. She doesn't want this getting back to Cody. And she knows. She's smart enough to know. If I say anything even slightly critical in front of Robin, it's going to get back to him. And I'm going to lose whatever non-footing I have with him to begin with. So Robin says, you know, between everything going on with Cody and Christine, and especially what happened with COVID, like, I don't know, I'm just questioning my reality. And I'm starting to wonder if I just really didn't know what was happening back then. And I'm just looking for answers. And I don't understand this. And I know some people would ask, why would it matter? But it matters to me because when I got divorced, because I'm the only person to have ever been divorced, I wanted my kids to be part of a safe family. And when I met Cody's family, I saw all those things and it seemed very functional. And I thought this was going to be a safe place for my kids to be. (laughs) Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com And this is like, where I'm like, you're almost there, Robin. But I just need to know which one of your... Like, who, who's, who, are, who are you going to point the finger at for this? If you're saying, it feels like I, you know, I went into this situation thinking, this is a great family, a functional family, a loving family, a family that I want my children to be part of. And now you're feeling like maybe you were sold a lie. Who are you going to be mad about that? Because it's feeling... Like, you're not going to be blaming the right person. Really, the person who brought you into this family is the man's. The one who sold you that dream is Cody. Not them. Because Christine made it very clear, all up in season one and two, I didn't think that you being part of the family was going to be a good idea. I didn't want it. I was jealous. I didn't like it. I made that very clear. We didn't have a relationship because of it. So, again, you need to be mad at Cody. As long as this ends up with you being mad at Cody, we're fine. Because Cody says in a confessional, in a brief moment of clarity, the first 20 years in our family wasn't really functional at all. But I think we wanted it to be functional. And, like... Everybody had a different attitude to the point where we believed we were functional when we actually weren't. So we were just like faking it till we made it. And Janelle says, you know, when Robin joined the family, there was a shakeup. 
and I just didn't know if anything was going to get settled again. And Christine says, we became very separate and the family tradition stopped and I'm not blaming Robin for stopping it. I don't know what happened. I just know that us getting together as a family stopped happening. So Robin asks Mary, are you getting much sleep? And Mary's like, I just feel like, I just feel like just completely rejected. Why are you feeling? She goes, hold on. She goes, like, I know what our relationship used to be and it was good and fun and we laughed a lot. She's not talking about Cody. She's talking about Christine. But then she's like, you know, with Christine leaving and she said, like, she didn't want to have any kind of relationship with us. Like, I'm just feeling very sad. And, like, you know, some of my emotions have been anger or betrayal, but I know that those are just secondary emotions and that really I am sad. So Robin says, you know, I would choose my family even if I didn't have, like, this belief anymore, like, the belief of the principle of marriage or whatever. But, you know, she's like, you're just not part of that. So then they start talking about the faith aspect. And Robin says that when Christine talked about leaving, it shattered her. I don't understand why, because it doesn't seem like any of y'all have been in this religion for quite some time or be like actively practicing whatever religion. It doesn't make sense to me. But Mary says in a confessional, listen, we all believe in God. But like, if we're not involved in our church, how does that affect it? And even, like, if it got to the point where we didn't believe in any of that, we're still a family. And people tell me, this is where she tries to, like, get her fight. This is her fight song. People tell me all the time that you're only staying in this family because you're forced to. Because you won't go to heaven without Cody. That's what you think. But it's like, you guys don't know me. When I married Cody, I made a commitment to him. And I loved him. And I still love him. And I still honor that commitment. And when we decided we wanted to have a plural family... I didn't make that decision because that's the only way I thought I was going to get into heaven. I made that decision because I loved Cody and I wanted to spend my eternities with him. Okay, but he doesn't, he doesn't want to spend your, his present with you now. (laughs) So, I don't know. But I also feel like Mary's just kind of telling on herself because in series, in the series premiere, Cody says, oh, um... Mary and I were always going to have a plural marriage because she was part of our plural family and her father and I had a bunch of conversations about that before Mary and I got married. But now you're saying you didn't join into this because you wanted plural wives. You joined into this because you wanted to be with Cody forever. But he doesn't want to be with you, baby, so... And I don't even know, like, what point you were trying to make on your side of, like, no, I'm not sticking around because of religious repression. I'm sticking around because of emotional repression. Dummies. (laughs) Just not giving what you think it is. But nothing ever does, Mary, so why stop now? So Robin tells Cody, you know... Sorry, she tells she tells Mary, we need to acknowledge that Cody has been going through some major stuff in his head. And Mary's like, listen, I talk to Cody maybe once every other week. And even I can see that he's going through it. The Robin says that Cody's been carrying the torch for a long time in this family. And he's tired. And then she gets to crying and is like, you know, I just feel like Cody's so tired. 
And if me and Janelle and Mary don't give him a break, like, if we don't pick up that torch, it'll go out. It's like, okay, have you, like, attempted to do anything? It just seems like she sits there and is just, like, a victim to her circumstance all the time. But there's never any effort that she makes. And it's always just like, well, I tried. But, like, 404, footage not found. I don't know. (laughs) We never see her trying. We just see her crying. You know? And that's something to think about. Mary says something that I did not think that she would say to Robin. She says, look, I'm open to having conversations with Cody, but I would worry that he's expecting 100% perfection before he moves forward. And why do you think that, Mary? Because that's what he said. He said, I declare misogyny. (laughs) And if y'all don't want to get with that, then you better get left. Because that's, we're we're flying the plane, the, the boat, the USS misogyny. And if you don't want to be the skipper, you better walk the plank, girls. So you're right to think that. And then Mary says, listen, I completely understand and support what Robin's talking about. But because me and Cody's relationship is basically non-existent, it's not a strong relationship. I just don't think he would even recognize any support that I was giving to the family or to him. You're right. Because you can't recognize anything when you don't pick up the phone. We turn those lights off when you pull up to the driveway. <laughs> he wouldn't recognize it because he doesn't recognize you. He doesn't watch you. So you're right. So leave. Respectfully, leave. Robin tells her, I just feel like Cody used to be so optimistic and I've watched him change his tune. Like, he'll be mad at somebody and then, you know, he'll change his tune based off of like a couple good days or whatever and so like if we're diligently trying to actually talk and communicate I just want to try I want to try to do that because he's just tired and this is what I'm talking about this is like some sick bitch shit Mary I need you to put some effort into saving my husband even though we both know that at the end of it he's not gonna want you I really just need you to put in some effort to get my husband back to being happy. And, you know, maybe he'll like you or not, but I don't know. We'll see. But I'm going to dangle this carrot of, like, try to have a couple good days with Cody. And maybe he'll change his mind about you. But you know he's not going to, you sick bitch. Ugh. Yuck. Mary says in a confessional, life is really heavy on Cody. I mean, he doesn't smile or laugh or joke. At least not when I'm around. He just has a heavy scowl. It's like, well, (laughs) that could be anything with you, Mary. But anyway, Robin tells her, you know, I just feel like the only way we'll be able to pick up the baton for him is if we all do it. I mean, wouldn't it be cool if we just got together and you look at everybody in the room and you feel like you trust them and they trust me? (laughs) Now that's what she said. Mary, wouldn't it be great... If we could look around the room and I said, I trust them and they trust me. Not you. I want, we should be able to look around and say, everybody trusts me, Robin. Me. So Mary says in a confessional, I have Robin's back. Like, do I agree with everything she says or does or thinks? No. But I have her back. Cody and I have been in this place for quite a while where I guess, I guess the word is like, maybe a strange, but I'm also in this place of working it out. Like, I think there's work we have to do, but we could do it if we make the effort. 
So back to Cody and Christine. He's telling her, I just feel like, he's telling us, I just feel like after all the shit talking that Christine did, I just feel like I don't want to ever see her again. Like, I just want to spend some time hating her. You fucking psycho. (laughs) I I don't want to be amiable. I just want to sit there and hate her. And look at this, smiling at me, trying to be nice. She's not letting me be mean. So Christine tells Cody, look, so I think the plan for the holidays is I'm going to leave a couple days after Christmas. So we'll get there. We'll be in Flagstaff between Christmas and New Year's. So Cody asks, are you guys going to test for COVID? And Christine's like, uh, do we need to? Because your whole family just got it. And he's like, well, but not Aurora. She didn't. So Christine says in a confessional, I honestly forgot that he cared so much about COVID. <laughs> the Cody says, listen, after you guys take a test, you guys can come to Robin's house and just like hunker down there while Christine hangs out with Janelle. And then you guys can hang out at the Airbnb, right? And <laughs> so Christine says in a confessional, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hang out with Janelle. And uh, I'm not going to Robin's house. Like, no, like, Why? <laughs> Robin goes, you know, when I heard about the separate Christmases, I was sad. And then we find out that one of the big reveals from, what was it, the finale or the penultimate episode, was that during Cody's COVID haze, he forgot about Gabe's birthday. But it turns out that he also forgot about Gwen's birthday while he was sick. And so Christine just kind of like laughing in his face and is like, yeah, you know, you forgot Gwen's birthday, but it kind of sounds like you had other issues. And Cody's like, yeah, Christine, anxiety and depression. <laughs> Christine's like, I hear you, man. I'm sorry you laugh, but I hear you. So Christine says in a confessional, I was married to this guy for 27 years. And when he got sick, it was like the whole world revolved around him. Which brings me back to what I was saying earlier. Yo, when Cody was just saying... When he had to take Robin to the hospital because she couldn't breathe. Now, granted, Robin was not, they checked her breathing. She was totally fine. They're like, your lungs are perfect. We don't know what the issue is. Go home, girl. Like, you don't even have to stay here. She was fine. She was overreacting about her situation. Cody's sitting up there in the parking lot saying that he just wishes that he could also go in that like MRI machine and also get checked because he just is feeling bad. But he admits, I know I'm not feeling as bad as Robin, but like, I just want to go in there too. And if I could admit myself, I would, cause I don't feel, he, he just didn't get a bunch of sleep. This, this is what it sounds like. Even Robin had to admit, he just lost out on his sleep schedule and everything went to shit for him. So that's it. So Christine is like, okay, you have to be able to look back at things with a sense of humor. And if not, what a waste. But Cody is like, I was on the fetal position on the floor sobbing. (laughs) Okay. So then he goes off. He's just like letting it out in the confessional. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing here. I'm not laughing about her leaving. She asked me to stop staying at her place. I wasn't laughing then. She moved my things to the garage. I wasn't laughing then. She left early with Truly. I wasn't laughing then. I've never been laughing. Guess who was laughing? Me. Me and Christine. 
<laughs> Giggle fest. Christina saying in a confessional. My reaction is terrible. I'm so sorry. But like, I'm not married to him anymore. It's just so freaking awesome. <laughs> and that's how the episode ends. <laughs> We're back, baby. We're back and I'm so, so happy. Welcome back to Sister Wives. We're going to have fun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. If you're able to give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I would greatly appreciate that. Tell everybody who used to listen to my Sister Wise recaps, your girl's back. And we're talking. And we're laughing. And we're just, you know, having a good time. <laughs>